This chazar is echt nishmas. I walk echt to shagav from Yehuda. We say this in the dorm daf mem. Zok l'gemar. Reb Chelboi never became sick. So Reb Kahana announced this news to the public. No one went to visit him. He then said to the people, "This is similar to the case of the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva, who was sick and no one went to visit him. When Rabbi Akiva went to visit him, he had the room dusted, and the Talmud said that that." Cleaning up actually saved his life. At that time, Rabbi Kiva said, Whoever does not visit the sick is as if he committed murder. When Rav Dimi came to Babel, he said that whoever visits the sick causes a sick person to live. Whoever doesn't visit the sick causes a sick person to die. How does he cause a person to die by not visiting? Can't mean that when he visits, he davens. When he visits, he davens, and that, that the sick person should live. And that when he doesn't visit, he davens that the sick person should die. That doesn't make sense. No, the daven that the person should die. Rather, it more explains it means that if he doesn't visit, he doesn't daven that the sick person should live, and uh, because he doesn't see the person, he doesn't really daven strong that the person should live. And in that way, he's called causing his death. The Gemara says when Rava would become sick, he wouldn't tell anybody about it on the first day, because in the hope that without saying anything, his mazel maybe would change and make him better, because having people know that he was sick may be worse than his chance to, to just be healed through his mazel. However, if he remained sick past that time, then he would have them announce it in the marketplace. He said like this, people who don't like me will be happy when they hear that I'm sick, and that itself will act as a kapara for me to help me get better. And people who do like me will daven for me, and that again will help me to get better. The Gemara says, Rav Darshan Psukim to teach that whoever visits the sick is Safe from being punished in Gehenna. Rav Darshan further, that if one does visit the sick, Hashem protects him from the Yetzahara, he protects this person from suffering, he also protects him, he also makes people want to honor him, and he brings him good friends who can help him. Mar says, Rav Shisha, the son of Rav Edi said, a person should not visit the sick during the first three hours of the day, because the person is not suffering during those times. You know, he feels good when he wakes up in the morning usually, and therefore the visitor will not see the need to daven very hard. He'll say, oh, the guy's doing okay, I don't have to daven so well. Or he also should not daven him, he should also not, daven, he should also not visit him in the last three hours of the day, because at that time he's really suffering terribly, and the visitor will think that there's mamish no point in davening for him, he feels that he's mamish leaving this world, going to Elam Emes, he'll feel there's no point in davening, and therefore he should not visit him in the first three hours, or the second, or the last three hours, only in between. Rav in the name of Rav Darshan Apostle to teach that Hashem sustains a sick person, meaning a sick person can live on very little food, the fever sustains him, etc. Rav in the name of Rav Darshan Apostle to teach that Hashem rests his shechina above the bed of a sick person. And Abraissa says this as well and says that therefore a person should not sit on the bed of a sick person or even a chair when he goes to visit. Rather, he should sit on the floor with his head covered out of fear and respect for the shechina that is right there on top of the head of the sick person. Mark continues, Rav in the name of, of, of Rav said, when rain falls in Eretz Yisrael, the Paras River is witness, because I mean, that the Paras River begins to swell from the rain that fell that falls in Eretz Yisrael. This argues on Shmuel, who says that most of the water in a river is actually from the underground source and not from the rainwater. Shmuel actually seems to argue on what he says elsewhere, where he says that a flowing river may not be used as a mikvah, because we need to be concerned that most of the river's water is from rainwater, which can't be used as a mikvah when it's flowing, meaning a river can be used as a mikvah when it's flowing from its source. Rainwater can only be used as a mikvah when it's, when it's settled, when it's when it's stagnant, when it's not moving. So if a river is flowing, but most of that ri- most of that river's water is from actually rainwater, it would be a pasla mikvah. So that's why when he says that a flowing river may not be used as a mikvah, so we have to be concerned that the rivers, most of the river's water is from rainwater, he's saying that the rivers, most of the river's water, at least, uh, it seems to be coming from rain. Not like he said elsewhere, that it comes from the underground source. The Mara said that Shmuel's father would make mikvahs of rainwater for his daughters in the spring, so that they shouldn't be tidal in the river, since after the winter, most of the river's rain, most of the river's water is from rain. 
and he held that it's not a kosher mikveh, you know, rainwater while it's flowing. And then he would make mats for them in the fall so that they can they should when they can walk into the river on the mats and when the toivel in the river when you could use it in the fall because then most of the river is from its own water, its source. Therefore, he, well, he made mats so that they shouldn't step into the mud and make a chatzitza with the mud in their in their feet.